Is it just me? A podcast by a couple of Mitches. Right now, it's time for Talkback Tings. Talkback Tings is where I bring the little bits of gold that I find when I'm listening to Talkback Radio. Yeah, I do love it. It's a really different world to the one that you live in, the FM bubble. F- FM is crazy. I have so many, like, I've got like a really tight criteria that I have to fit into. Yes, no such criteria applies to AM radio. Well, in fact, apparently. I don't think any criteria applies <laughs> to John Laws. Oh, if you don't know him, if you're in the States, Howard Stern, I'm a radio fan, so I love this stuff. Howard Stern, um, Australia, like a Carl Sanderlands, Alan Jones, shock jock, basically. Even then, like... Way older and way more withered. He literally <laughs> retired withered. in the year 2007, hmm. but then he was just like, I'm bored. And he came back in did 2011. He, did he retire? Yes. And it was like a big deal when he retired. He's now at 2SM. Now, for context, yeah. 2SM is the station that aren't even in the ratings anymore because they <laughs> were rating so poorly that they just decided to opt out. They're like, we don't want to know. But then who pays him? Because he's on. Jenna, can you Google how much this man oh, makes Oh, don't Google that. We don't need to keep throwing you to Google shit. No, I just want to know how much he makes. I just want to know how much he makes. Googling it now. Thank you. Mm, right. <laughs> you don't have to confirm the Google either, Jenna. Um, but but okay. like, he very famously retired in 2007, like I said. He's now back at 2SM, the shittest station in Sydney, and they will not pay for marketing. So there are so many people that literally don't know he's back on air. It's oh. like he's like a, he's like a little off-Broadway secret now. He's BCC'd the radio world. He is. <laughs> and so every single time you tune into John Laws, by the way, my, my father listened to John Laws. So oh, yeah, my growing granddad. up, it's all yeah. I heard. I'm okay. very familiar with it. I'm going to feel very nostalgic. But this is how he kicks off every single show. Okay. Hello, world. I'm John Laws. <laughs> it sounds very old-fashioned, doesn't yeah, it? It's a... Is this a mariachi band? <laughs> it sounds like you're at a Guzman e. Gomez on Tuesday. <laughs> Free tacos! Taco Tuesday! So he sounds quite quaint yeah. and like almost wholesome. Yeah. But he is um he is prone to losing his patience pretty quickly. Yeah, he, uh, he tolerates no nonsense when it comes to his callers. Take a listen to this. Nonetheless, these be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. I, I will now. Susan, would you just shut up for a minute? Well, this particular one, this is one of my old favourites, one of my favourite tantrums of his. I'm sick and tired of having to listen to rude, arrogant, ill-informed, stupid women like you. <laughs> so even oh. though he's insulting these people, he has a way of stringing together words that just sound correct together. Yeah, it's very eloquent. He makes insults sound eloquent, which yeah. is a skill I would love to have. You're almost there. I know, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'll just keep insulting you yeah, as my guinea pig until I get there, I'll okay? It, I'll cop it. But he has this one particular caller mm. who is like a notorious hater of his. He calls right. the show regularly. His name's Norman. Mm. He, Norman has been calling him for years. Okay. All through my teens, I heard Norman. So he knows Norman? Yes. Literally, like a week ago, Norman called and started complaining about Kyle Sanderland. Oh, our guy. Okay. And they played they played the audio on Kyle and Jackie O. Right. The reason I bring that up is because how long have I been waiting to play this Norman audio on our show, Mitchell? Oh, as soon as we had the idea for this show, you yeah. knew this was happening. Thank you. Yeah. I've... I don't want it to look like I'm copying Kyle and Jackie O oh, right now. Yeah, I, I was up- sitting at my desk and they were playing Norman audio and I was like, I'm playing that on the show next week. I know, anyway. I woke up to a text and you're like, Kyle and Jackie are playing the Norman audio. I was like, did you BCC yeah. them on this? Anyway. So this is a long time coming, the Norman audio. Exactly. So okay. here's one of my favourite Norman blow-ups and I want you to take note of just how eloquent he is even though he's like dealing with a hater and basically getting into a beef with this guy. Yeah, take a listen. 
Give us a call. Tell us what's on your mind. One three hundred five. Oh, is it really? Norman, is it you? It's me. Don't you? Didn't you say that your program goes all over the country? Yeah. Well, aren't they bored about Sydney traffic? Uh, probably. You're, you're boring the rest of the nation about Sydney traffic. No, but it's very important to the people in Sydney, Norman. Yeah, but the rest of the country, they couldn't give a stuff. No, no, no. Yeah, no, Norman, Norman, Norman. Oh. There are people out there in the bush saying, oh, God, listen to that. Aren't we lucky to live in the bush? We give them the opportunity to extol the virtues of their own environment. No, you're just boring them senseless like you usually do. <laughs> extol the virtues of their own environment. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Jenna, you complain about this job, you bitch, but you just need to extol the virtues of this environment. Isn't that just like, he's so eloquent. That was impressive. Right? It goes on. Okay? I want you to listen out for the rest of this Norman call. I want you to listen out to the most perfectly phrased insult you've ever heard in your life. I'm not overhyping right now. Okay. Take a listen. Norman, I've been getting reports about you. you. Are you fat, overweight? I don't answer your questions, John. Listen, with Thatcher's funeral, have you planned yours? <laughs> <laughs> have you written it all out? Do you, do no, you want to no, have you, no. you know, going into, you know, the funeral, who's going to speak? Norman, 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 Norman. You've got to remember, I won't know. I'm dead. Yeah, but all your family... I won't. Won't be anybody lining the streets and, and going crying over your death, I'm telling you. Norman, I mean, Norman, <laughs> yes. why, why do you listen to the program? Because I can. Ah, now the truth is coming through. You, you secretly go. love me. No, I don't, John. I, 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 I hate you, John. I hate you, the pathetic creature. You coward. You coward. You Norman, are. You really Norman, are a Norman, what a screwed up, dreadful little grub of a human being you no, are. No, no, I think I might, I think I might even be stretching it a bit, calling you a human being. But no, never mind. Every time, every we'll I give you the benefit of the doubt, Norman. Every time I see somebody retire, I just think of you. Why won't he do it? Listen, you, no, you no, Norman, back. Norman. When, when I did retire, the it was a front page news story, and the big headline was the end of an era. How do you like that? Yeah, mate. I'm not your mate. I'm not your mate. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be such a joyous occasion when you die. Norman, you're forgetting on this momentous occasion, I'm going to be dead. It won't be long. It won't be long, John. Everybody out there is wishing and hoping. Norman, 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 enough is enough is enough, Norman. Enough is enough. You're just a nasty human being, and really, you're a bit entertaining for about the first five minutes or so. After that, you become well. You show your true colours, which aren't very pleasant. Yellow in the main, I might say, <laughs> but you're just a nasty human being. And uh, I don't know how you've got anybody around you. You probably haven't got anybody around you, and that's why you have to bother me. Please don't bother to bother. How savage but graceful. Please don't bother to bother. Sounds like Edgar Allan Poe. Repeat after me. Screwed up, (laughs) dreadful little grub of a human being. Let's all say it, Jenny, you two. Three, two, one. Screwed Screwed up, up, dreadful dreadful little grub grub of a human human being. I want that on my gravestone. That was intense. Wasn't it just? Can you play that last bit again? I just want to hear that one insult. Yeah, okay. What a screwed up, dreadful little grub of a human being you are. <laughs> oh, I feel, I feel a bit upset because I, the way he talks to his callers is 
he's got power. On my show at night, I do the exact same thing. I take calls constantly for three hours, and my callers talk to me like that. <laughs> it's the opposite dynamic. It's the is opposite. It? They're so rude to me. I'm going to call you with my phone on private so you don't know and be like, what a screwed up, <laughs> dreadful little grub of a human being. What do they say to you that's so rude? Oh, I, like um, last week I had the privilege of giving out um, business class fights to the UK. Oh, uh, great. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Thanks to, to who? Eddie Ad. <laughs> The reason I ask is because no, you got the credit wrong. I who did didn't. you say again? Doesn't I matter. I legally can't say this. Another no. airline that begins with E. But Thank it, you. It, it, who should have you said? Etihad, Etihad, Etihad. Thanks to Etihad. Yeah, I've got a great Etihad. deal on at the moment. Two no joke, Jenna and I flew Etihad to London. And it was like, not because of them. It was horrible. The flight to London is just oh, horrible God. in general. But okay. Etihad oh, made it as good as they could. Oh, Ed, yes, of course. I didn't know where that was going then. Do you, did you keep your Etihad eye mask, Jenna? I sure do. <laughs> I have it I, right. I have it at my house. And we work breakfast radio hours. Sometimes the sun's still up when we I go bet. to sleep. We've got to use that shit. Indeed. Etihad's great. Anyway, they gave me business class flights to give away on the show all week. It was huge. And then this week, I've gone back on air and I do my usual programming. And on Tuesday nights, I do 10 Cent Tuesday. Um, and I don't get a budget, but there's a coin purse in the, in the office, so I take 10 cents and then I flip it and people have to guess heads or tails if they get it right they win the money I send them the 10 cents in an envelope postage is $1.20 so <laughs> the station's at a loss uh, anyway some girl caught up last night I'm like you want to play 10 cent Tuesday she's like last week didn't you give away business class f- business class flights what's this shit and I'm like sorry Juliet she's like I don't even want to play I'm like give it back to me can we do that can I bring some audio next week I'd love yeah, to yeah you got to start collecting them and then play them for us the, the way that your callers treat you is the same way that John Laws treat, treats his callers yeah. with absolutely no courtesy or respect. I'll, uh, I'll start collating them. He uh, can be charming when he wants to be John Laws, but he can also tear you a new asshole, as you just heard. Yeah. How, how much does he get paid, Jenna? Did you find out? He has a net worth yeah. of $20 million. What's your net worth, if you had to assume, based on everything you've got? The same budget you've got for giveaways on your night show, <laughs> 10 cents. Love the podcast, but want more in-between episodes? Then join a group sport, you lazy turd, or go borrow a library book. Meanwhile, you can follow the show online at Couple of Mitches. Yeah, give us a follow. Leave us a review. Don't forget, five stars, please. Um, speaking of group sports, Brad Alvia guy is just so good. Yeah, of course. Did you? What did you do growing up? Um, well, nothing. That therein lies the issue. Why I was quite a large child. Oh, you couldn't run on the grass in Bogan Gate because that was <laughs> the crops. <laughs> Let's go play soccer down. No, don't run on that. That's the livelihood. That's the corn. Apparently I played soccer when I was five, but the coach had to politely ask my mum to stop bringing me because I wasn't playing soccer. I was running around the field picking up leaves. Uh, Mrs. Coombs, you're going to have to pick your son up. He's using the ball as a disco ball and he's grinding on the field. The other boys are very uncomfortable. He's pole dancing against the goalposts. The ball isn't even a ball. It's a pumpkin. It's our crops! It's our crops! (laughs) Is it just me? A podcast by a couple of mitches.